Thank you for tuning in to the Royals in Action broadcast today. Your participation means a lot to us. The essence of this program is to educate you on how to apply the Word of God practically to bring about positive outcomes in your daily situations. And joining us for this insightful journey is R.K. Achina. It's marvelous in my sight. Amen. Now, last week, we learned a lot about the subject, Anticipate the Rainbow. We saw the difference between the human approach to fixing things and God's approach. We also learned what predestination meant and how to use that on your Christian journey. Today, I'd like us to pick it up from where we left off and see where the Holy Spirit takes us with this. Amen. Let me quickly relate this to you. Let's just say you are out on a Saturday night with your friends and suddenly there is a rainstorm. You all would find shelter, wouldn't you? Of course. I think everybody would. As a matter of fact, even the animals would look for somewhere to hide. Now, let me ask you this. Have you thought about where some animals like dogs run to when there are storms? Most dogs sleep on water. So how do they survive the winter? How do they survive the rainstorms? Have you ever thought about that? Think about this for a moment. How do they survive the rainstorms? In the meantime, I'd like to introduce you to one of the toughest animals on earth. The camel. The camel. How many of us have seen camels before? I mean, how many of us have seen camels up close before? I'm not talking about on TV, I mean in person. Look at here. I can see a bunch of hands in the air. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? Well, <laughs> that's great. That's great. Most camels live in the desert areas, especially um, in North Africa and the Middle East. Camels are really tough animals. And when I say tough, I really mean extreme hardy tough. <laughs> Amen. Quickly, let's pick up some facts about the camel. One tough animal on the planet. Let's do that. Now, did you know camels have three stomachs? Did you know that? Well, for your information, camels can actually survive six to seven months without food and water. Incredible, isn't it? Did you know camels can carry about 220 kilograms of load on its back effortlessly? Did you know that? 220 kilograms is like five bags of cement. Can you imagine? Well, it's not much of a surprise to me because in the Old Testament, you will see a lot of instances where camels were used to carry load. One instance is in 2 Kings chapter 8, verse number 9. 
when Haziel went to meet Elisha and took a gift with him of every good thing of Damascus, 40 camels loads, and he came and stood before him and said, Your son Ben-Hadad, king of Aram, has sent me to you. And check this out. Did you know camels can walk 20 kilometers in four hours? <laughs> you don't know. Did you know that? Let's do the math here. From New York City to Mexico City is about 1,900 kilometers long. And if my calculation is right, it's going to take a camel about 16 days to walk from New York City to Mexico City. Isn't that terrific? I bet it is. Well, the purpose of these astounding facts was to at least give you an idea of how tough and enduring a camel is. And tell you what, in the desert where the camels live, it's a complete wilderness. And finding any shelter is almost impossible. So the question is, how on earth do they survive the rainstorms? Even though there is low rainfall in the deserts, there are still few storms they experience over a certain period. So how, how does a camel survive these? How do they survive? Here's the secret. It anticipates the rainbow. It anticipates the rainbow. You see, when a camel is in the middle of a long journey and there is a storm, it doesn't turn back. No, 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 no. It faces the storm head on. It doesn't have anywhere to run to. It doesn't have anyone to count on. It's just it and the storm. As a matter of fact, the storm does not guarantee any sense of security. It hasn't promised smooth sailing. But camels don't care about that. They don't care about the load on their back, whether it's a hundred or five hundred. They don't care about the moment's temperature, whether it's a high or low. They don't care about whether there is food or not. All they know is that in the end, there's going to be breakthrough. It's only a matter of time. Time might not be their best friend now, but soon enough, the rainbow will break forth. Break forth in all of its beauty and splendor. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. The storm may tarry for the night, but shouts of joy cometh in the morning. So having this in mind, camels press on, aye. No matter how tempestuous or wild the storm is, they march forward with power, renewed hope, and determination. With every step, they forge forward. With every step, they stay the course until they push through the storm. How can you break through the storms? Be like the camel and anticipate the rainbow. Let's now look at some biblical examples on this subject. I'd like us to consider David and learn how he anticipated the rainbow. David actually saw the rainbow before the storm. 
First Samuel chapter 17 records one of the dramatic events in the Bible. The Philistines gather their armies for war at Soko in Judah. Saul and the Israelites also gathered at a valley called Elah to fight the Philistines. The Philistines had a champion fighter called Goliath. He was nine feet, four inches tall. He had a bronze helmet and a bronze armor that weighed 56 kilograms. Now, 56 kilograms is like one bag of rice in this larger size. Right? This man was like a monster. He wore bronze protectors on his leg and had bronze spear on his back. This man stood right there and told them to choose a man and send him to oppose him. The Bible says when King Saul heard this, he was so scared that he was willing to give his daughter and much money to whoever kills him. Now, the entire nation lost hope and was mourning. Then a young man named David came to the scene and as he watched his own people cry unconsolably, he saw the hopelessness and frustration in their eyes. The people had foreseen no rainbow and that explains why they were all hopeless. <laughs> Instead of joining the pity party, David asked, what will be done to the man who kills this Philistine? Can you imagine that? It takes one who had foreseen the rainbow to make such statements like that, especially in a time of despair. But David was one of a kind. He had determined the outcome even before the battle with the enemy. To him, Goliath was already dead, so he had much confidence that he would win. He was so certain that he was now consoling Saul, saying that don't let anyone be discouraged. I will go and fight this Philistine. Saul tried to stop him, tried to convince him and show him how big the storm was, how big Goliath was. But David paused for a moment and showed him the rainbow. The rainbow that the God, oh boy, brace yourself, brace yourself, that the God who delivered him from a lion and a bear will deliver him from this Philistine. Listen to me, somebody. Sometimes you make too much noise. Telling the entire world how miserable you are, how life has been so unfair to you, just to get people to empathize with you, just to get people to mourn with you, just to get people to attend to your pity parties. But can I say this? You gotta reach a level where you make up your mind that instead of crying to God and telling him how big the storm is, how big the problem is, you're gonna step out and cry out loud to the storm and tell the storm how big your God is. Can I get an amen? What storms are you in right now? 
Is it a storm of delay? You're in a storm of delay if it takes longer than usual to get what you want. Maybe you applied for a job in a certain company with your friends. You all have the same level of education, the same skill set, the same resume style with similar qualities, and strangely, they all got hired except you. Hmm. Isn't that strange? I understand there might be a lot of factors associated with you not getting hired, you know. But should this happen to you like five or six times? Man, that's bizarre. That's super weird. Something is wrong. That's a storm, a storm of delay. In the same way, if you are the elder sibling and all your younger siblings are getting married except you, well, guess what storm you're in? You're right, a storm of delay. Are you in a storm of barrenness? Take a moment right now and look back over the last five years of your life. Through it all, is your life static? Are you where you've always been? No progress at all? Wearing what you've been wearing, driving what you've been driving, and living where you've been living for over five to ten years of your life. If you haven't given birth to any new thing you can identify, then man, you are in a storm. A storm of barrenness. It's like you are completely stuck in one spot. You can't move. You can't move forward. You can't get ahead. Everybody around you seems to make progress, except you. If this is you, chances are you are in a storm. A storm of barrenness, to be precise. Are you in a storm of sorrow? Do you experience sudden deaths of relatives? Do you move from failure to failure? Disappointment to disappointment? Heartbreak to heartbreak, rejection to rejection. If this is you, you're in a storm. A storm of sorrow. Look, the problem is not the storm you're in. The problem is that you don't see the rainbow. If you can see the rainbow, you can endure the storm. Look, complaining wouldn't fix it, okay? that only lengthens the duration of the storm the israelites complained in the wilderness and god added an extra 40 years before they could inherit the promised land look complaining wouldn't remove the storm that only makes the storm last longer But that's not fair, you might say. Well, you're right. Life is not fair. It never was. And it never has been. But that doesn't mean you should always feel like a victim. Paul and Silas were jailed for doing good. They cast a demon out of a fortune teller. That wasn't fair. And yet they never complained. Instead of complaining about a situation, 
they did what most people wouldn't normally do they praised god and as they prayed and sang hymns the supernatural happened and they were set free if you can stop complaining and anticipate the rainbow and see beyond your current storm i'll tell you what you'll be able to endure the storm and in no time you'll get enough faith to break through the storm how as you keep confessing what god is saying about your situation i want to encourage somebody today keep walking through the storm keep going through the storm keep running through the storm for your rainbow is waiting for you on the other side sometimes the pain is overwhelming so overwhelming that you cry out the lord has forsaken me the lord has forgotten me but isaiah 48 verse 17 says how can a mother forget her nursing child that she may have no compassion for the son of her womb even these may forget but i the lord will never forget you behold i have engraved you on the palms of my hands and your walls are continually before me listen god has never forsaken you and he wants to tell you today that your breakthrough is coming that healing is coming that testimony is coming if you would stop complaining and anticipate the rainbow thank you for joining us in this enlightening journey today before we wrap up subscribe to our podcast so you're kept in the loop about our next amazing episodes to join our community or support our ministry click the link in the description or visit royalsinaction.org until next time royals in action is here to remind you to embrace your destiny as a chosen channel of god's royalty god bless you